Monday, everybody, and welcome back to the Couchside Judges. I'm Scott Fontana. Follow me on Twitter at Scott underscore Fontana. And I'm Dan Urban. Follow me at the Dan Urban. Follow the podcast at Couchside Judges. And subscribe to us on YouTube and everywhere else. And send us money. Oh, yeah, we like that. I mean, you don't have to, but, you know, we do like money. Yeah, send it to us, actually. Yeah, we do mean it. Yeah, no. Hundreds of thousands of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, make sure you read that uh, scoring criteria. But if you if you send money, you don't have to. No, no, no. They have to. Not if they send money. Yes, they do. They can do whatever they want. In fact, if they have more money, they have more time to read the criteria. Okay. I'll read it to you if you pay me. That's true. You can Dan, Dan will do a reading service. He'll even yeah. read it in a sexy voice if you ask. <laughs> Save that for the paid, though. We, oh, we that's can't, true. We I, don't... Almost gave, I almost no. gave a preview. No. Gave a no, preview. no, no. This is how we make our money. Yes. We've been doing this for free for three years, almost four <laughs> years. We got, we got to start making money off of this. So now we're just going to tell people, give us your bank account number. <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing here? Uh, Dan, it is good to be uh, back at our regularly Regular scheduled time. Because uh, I, I was thinking as I was driving over, I was like, didn't I just come here? And I'm like, yeah, I did actually just come here to record. It was like three days ago. <laughs> well, here we are again. We are back. And this time a little more timely. Yes, which is a good thing because mm-hmm. it's a bigger, bigger event. Bigger event, a little Quite. bit bigger than the than that last uh, fight night at Sao Paulo, Brazil. Yeah, that was a long one. That was. There's much fewer rounds in this one because it was a much, uh, let's say, action packed UFC 295 at Madison Square Garden in New York. Dan, you did not get yourself a ticket. It didn't nope. reach your price range. I don't know if it did. I I knew I, I eventually got you a, gave up. I got a offer to work. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't even bother looking because I knew if I found something, I'd regret it. Fair enough. I have no idea how low it got. I think if you did go, you would have had a good time, though. I think you may not have actually regretted much. I don't know what the price was. If it, if you paid like four hundred bucks, yeah, you probably still wouldn't have been happy. But eh. yeah, it was, it was a good time, man. I was I was obviously there. Well, it's always a fun to go to an event. Sure, so. but this was a particularly fun one because it basically the last five, all the last five fights, all the main card. Finish, 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 finish. All knockouts, dude. Nothing past uh, late in the second round. Yeah, I not, believe is as far as I got. Are cool. I mean, they're kind of fun. Yeah, they're not. Subs, a lot of people like them, but they're not. I mean, well, you got one right. sub in there. It was on the prelims. We did. We did. Yeah, eight finishes, my friend. We'll get to the finishes, of course, later. But uh, um, yeah, it was it was nice to go personally. Yeah, I uh, I had my now traditional front row seat for uh, anytime it's lo- it's around here. Uh, I tend to put the yeah. ear post up in yeah, the front just, row, which is yeah. which is good for my coverage. And yeah, just rub it in. Yeah, no, it's fine. Just rub it in. I will. It was wonderful, and you all missed pe- out. All the people we talk about sit front row. You sit front row. Mm-hmm. Dan's got to spend five hundred dollars to sit in the last row. No, well, Dan should have made different so life choices. That is, uh, that is disappointing. I sh- I should be credentialed by the UFC. You know, if you'd been a fighter by now, you probably would have been in the cage. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's not as fun. You don't get to watch when you're in there. You got I'm sure when you're in there, it's completely. Like, I feel like you would have had a lot of vision. fun, like separating someone from their consciousness or Omoplata. No, to be honest, and no, no Omoplata. Yeah, I'd have a lot. Yeah, of there fun. you go. If I Omoplata someone, I'm gonna dance on your grave <laughs> for till the end of time. All right. So. Sounds almost like more like a punishment for you than a celebration. Eventually, you'll get really tired of it. I mean, we're going I, off the I rails will, here. I will never get tired of it. They released a, a, 
a list of all the subs, all the chokes. Actually, it wasn't all the subs. It was just all the all chokes, the chokes. 40, like ever in the history of in the, the history world? of thirty years of the UFC. Oh, the UFC. Okay, it was like five hundred and thirty-five rear naked chokes. Oh, I can't, this was a few months back, right? I kind of well, yeah, this. but it's it resurfaced today. Oh, it did. Okay, so that's why it's fresh in my mind. I see. I see. So only two Peruvian neckties. I'm like, oh, in the UFC. So, yeah, course, someone yeah. should change that. There's there's always time. Sign Charlie Brenneman back. When I think of Peruvian necktie, the first one I actually think of was was uh, Pat Curran okay. hit one in Bellator back in the when they were doing the tournaments during mm. uh, during the Bjorn Rebney Mexico days. Quick news on Bellator: Usman Nurmagomedov six month suspension. That's right, but they're not stripping of the belt. Okay. They're saying it was not a. I don't know. They basically just made some sort of reason and said, "Well, we don't have to do that. We'll just rebook the fight." Yeah. Well, they said he has a therapeutic use. He just didn't submit it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's all right. Whoops a doodle. I mean, uh, I get it. I mean, it's it's not the same thing as uh you know getting anabolic steroids in your system and popping for that. But come on, guys, get it together. <laughs> Fill out the paperwork right. Anyway, um. Yeah, before we get into, you know, the rounds and everything, and, and I, I should even note, by the way, on a judging note, I did get to say uh, a nice little hello to a couple of judges that came over to the table where That's I was good. sitting, saw Sal D'Amato, mm-hmm. or I believe, I'm sorry, my mistake, it's Sal D'Amato. Sal D'Amato. Sal D'Amato. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He didn't tell me that, but Bruce Buffer said it, okay. so it's got to be true. <laughs> uh, I saw Eric Colin. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then Brian Miner came over as well. Okay. So it was nice, nice to see. I see those officials. Talked to Mark Ratner for a little bit too. All right. And uh, you didn't see Derek clearly. You know, I could see him pretty clearly. Oh, okay. But but uh, he did not come <laughs> over. I saw uh, Mike Beltran walk by one time. I said, nice. said looking good. Nice. Uh, obviously, he had he had a health situation over the last year, but he's certainly looking like his his big buff self once again. All right. The stash is still impressive. Yeah. And tucked in, you know, it's work. Got to tuck it in. Uh, yeah, got a good professional look, of course. <laughs> uh, more, I think it's more form over, or function over form. I wonder if he's ever choked anybody out with that thing in, in training. You know what? Instead of using your lapel, I'm going to use my mustache. I mean, he was he was an undercover uh, cop for a while, too, so he could have mm. very easily used it in real life. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Can't confirm or deny. Uh, yeah, we could, obviously, there's a bunch of business comp- coming off of this, because we had two title fights. Alex Pereira, mm-hmm. two division champion. Yeah, did it in two years and five days from the day he showed up at the UFC. Connor did it in three and a half years. Mm-hmm. Just destroyed Connor. In that. This is the craziest rise to this point to be able to get this accomplishment done in UFC history. How impressed are you with Pereira's short UFC career? Well, it's it's definitely impressive, um, but it's not like he wasn't a fighter before this. Of course, so. I mean, it's it, it's it's kind of he was rushed along. Light heavyweight has been in shambles. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you can only fight who's in front of you. So I don't really can't really badmouth that too much. But it, it, you almost it sound like you're downplaying is. this here, sir. I he am, walked I in yeah, and he beat you know. the guy who was the man at middleweight for several years. Now I know he ha- they have history together, but he still beat him one time. He managed to but he lose, beat, but he beat him twice before that. I understand that. So he, it wasn't new to him. 
But, you know, it was new to him beating former champion Jan Blahovich and former champion who yeah. realistically was still considered the number one at 205, Yuri Prohaska. This is, it's not like he took some easy roads or took advantage of, like, maybe a weak champion here or there or something like that. Like, he beat the number one guy each time. He didn't beat John Jones. John Jones so, left. He did, but it's... it's John after, stopped fighting by the time he after, made his USA debut. After John Jones left... Light heavyweight isn't. It wasn't the same. It was. It wasn't that. That used to be a, a super tough division, and it kind of got depleted. But at what point do you just accept that we've now have to move on, and and this is what we have at two hundred five? But that's what I'm saying. Is it that impressive or that he's beating these guys? I don't know if it is. I don't know if it's as as, as impressive as Connor's run. Him beating Eddie Alvarez was was. One of the most impressive fights I've ever seen. That one fight so, was absolutely sublime. I, I, like, you can never take that from Connor. I think that's significantly more impressive than what he did to Jose Aldo because what happened is Jose Aldo was more or less like, a, "Hey, mm. you caught him in that moment. It's nothing. There's nothing lucky about it, but nothing happened in that fight other than that. So it's like we don't really know who was better. We know who was better that night. We know who was better between Connor and Eddie Alvarez. And I actually thought Eddie was going to win that fight. So very, very wrong. Tons of egg on my face on that one. You're not wrong. Having said that, I personally, and you, you know, you made your thoughts clear. I am very impressed because it's not it's, that I'm not impressed. It's just I'm not I'm not over the moon about it. I think it's amazing, honestly, because you know, you said say what you want. Like he had another combat sports career before this. Okay, fair enough. So did everyone else who's ever fought and tried to get both those titles, or really any of those titles. No one else has done that. No one ever had the middleweight and light heavyweight titles won in their career. Anderson Silva should have been able to do it if he felt like it. I will, I will defend that to my death. I mean, if he wanted to, he could have been both. He could have been the champ, champ. He would have been the first champ, champ. Really, he just didn't feel like it. Okay, I have no problem saying that. But I think this was really impressive to walk in there and realistically. When he made his UFC debut, I did not expect him to make much of it. I, I saw, I don't know if I said this to myself or anything like that, but I saw a, a, kind of like a, well, Gokansaki, he came in, he looked okay, and then he didn't look okay. Obviously, he was a little undersized for 205, but I thought this was going to be a case of like, well, this guy's just not going to be ready for MMA fights. And he came in there, and he took care of business. He's shown that he's able to get himself out of bad situations and grappling, avoid the worst of stuff, which is... About as much as he really needs. He needs to be able to get up to his feet and get out of stuff. Still could work on that. Fair enough. I mean, Dan Henderson was a double champ at middleweight and heavyweight. That is in pride. We're only talking about oh, UFC okay. at this point. Okay. Yeah. That, <laughs> absolutely fair. Hendo is amazing. Hendo is a GOAT. He's okay. he's in the conversation. He's not the GOAT, but I'm saying he's in that like all-timer level okay. for me, and I don't think he gets enough respect. So I'll, I'll absolutely add respect to Dan Henderson's <laughs> name. He deserves it. But we're just talking about UFC here. All right. So fair enough. Um, I mean, if we want to go champ champs in other divisions, then we've got to talk about, you know, Dave Branch did it in, in World Series of Fighting in those divisions. Do we, do we want to keep going in every promotion? I don't think we can do that. But Dave Grant, Dave Branch, good guy. He uh, he had his time. No longer has his time in the UFC. <laughs> um, Jersey guy. New York, New Jersey yes, guy. Jersey guy for sure. Um, School in Hoboken. That's right. But yeah, I'm obviously significantly more impressed with uh, Alex Pereira than you are. I can't wait to see what more he can do because I I still see him being able to defend this belt a couple times. Yeah, in this division, I, really I do think so. Yeah, for sure. I don't, I mean, if I'm being uh, honest, I mean, if John Jones is like, you know, I'm going back to 205. John Jones. He will not belt. go back to 205. Just saying if he did. Not going to happen. Just saying if he did. Fair enough. Also, um, BJ, two-time champ. 
John John Jones, you and I, I think, both believe lost to Dominic Reyes, by the way. I don't believe that he you lost. You don't believe Reyes. that? No. I do. And Dominic Reyes, you know who he lost to? Yuri Prohaska. And you know who Yuri Prohaska lost to? Alex Pereira. Mm. Boom. Anyway. Yeah, we've uh, proven MMA math works. It, look, I'm just talking about the, the lineality of the Just uh, Matt Hamill's going to win. Matt Hamill was the greatest fighter of all time <laughs> on the night of December, what was it, 10th, 2009? Couldn't tell you. Something like that. Anyway, uh, speaking of Yuri, though, do you think he'll ever be champion again in UFC? Could be. Could sure. be. Cool. He's, I mean, he's, he's uh, I don't know if he ever will be, but he's he got the capabilities to be, for sure. Well, that's the most wishy-washy uh, answer possible. Good job. No, it's not like it's not like I think he'll be in he'll be in that. Do you, know, you believe level he will be? Forever. Put it that way. Do you like if you were to say I gotta I have to put money on one side or the other? Is he gonna be or not? I would say yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. How I don't know how. No, that's fine. You don't need to know that. Uh, but it's just where where you think the wind can blow in his he career. Ha- he's a very high variance fighter. Well, he's yeah. He's so he's kind of psycho in there. Yeah. He's, he's wild. He's chaos. You just don't know what what could happen. I mean, he kept he in in the second. First off, he won the first round. Yeah, on the scorecards. Mm-hmm. I actually had it the other way. So did I. I thought the leg kicks were significantly better. I thought the leg kicks were the reason. I, yeah, I, yeah and, and I think we saw that those did add up. But even at the time, I, I was like, I I didn't score. So from my cage side seat, mm. I made sure not to actually score rounds. Okay. I don't think it's fair to because I'm doing other jobs. I'm trying to write. I'm trying to you know do this other stuff. I've got much more obstructed views than the May- judges do because I'm about ten feet away from the cage, whereas they're you know one foot. Apparently, you know, maybe you'll be sitting on the catwalk next time. You can probably request that, and they'll be like, "Yeah, sure, why not?" No, thank you. That's a little farther away. I don't want to do that. I've done that before. They can put you there. No, I, they can. They can. And I, in fact, you know, to my colleagues I was with, their seats were up there. No, um, no, that's not. And what I could have no, traded with them, but I didn't want. That's to not what that. I meant by the catwalk. I mean the catwalk where everyone, the, the cameraman's walk. Oh, that, I thought you meant like the, up the on little, the uh, the, the chase little... bridge at the, no, at the no, garden. No, okay. You just ask for that; and they'll put you there. I don't think that's true. They probably I think that's would. a lie. They give all the photographers that spot. Then you got to fight a judge. Yeah, but the photographers see if you're not credentialed for um, photography. You're not allowed to go to these places, and you can get your credential revoked. That's true. Well, maybe they should maybe get their credentials revoked. But they don't because they're doing their job. They get interfered. They interfere. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not saying you're wrong, but what I'm saying is the UFC gives zero. Zero Fs. Do not care. I Um, be a photographer then. I'll go the other way from you then. I actually do not think he's going to get there at some point. I think he's going to stick around. I think he's going to be fun as heck. I think he could even fight for the title again. Every time he fights, it's fun. Yeah. And I cannot wait to watch him again, but I have my doubts that he'll actually wear the belt again. I just don't see it. Uh, I think he's going to be around too long to not, you know, and he's so crazy that I don't know. it just could he's, happen. He's got a lot of fights under his belt already, dude. That's all right. I'm saying I'm not saying he's going to stick around fighting forever. I'm saying as long as he is, he's at the top of light heavyweight. Oh, for sure. He's in yeah. that. He's in the mix, as Dana likes to say, right? Yeah. Uh, by the way, I should also point out, we got to talk about the finish real quick of this one because it wasn't the most popular finish when it happened real time. Mm-hmm. Rogan, of course, asks about it because he's always the first one to ask, hey, what did you think about that stoppage? At least he kind of left it and didn't ask about it with Pereira. Let him have the mm-hmm. moment. It was a bigger moment than that. But he asked Yuri. Yuri says, no, I was out. It was a good mm-hmm. call. And then he puts out a video later on and he says, and I quote, Mark Goddard was right. Mm-hmm. Well, How about Mark that? Goddard is fantastic. How about that? You just don't see that, though, very often, where they they make a point to call out and say the referee did a good 
job. Thank he didn't you. need to do it. He didn't need to. But, but he did. I mean, and it was the right thing. So more fighters should watch their split losses and go, you know what? Those judges got it right. <laughs> yeah, actually, what was it? I, I think it was Steve Ursig, uh when he got there. It was one of the fighters who won a decision. I can't remember who. Um, but one of them said, and I didn't think the, I wasn't, wasn't really sure about the scoring, which way it went. But, uh, but you know, good job on the judges. Okay. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. A little bit of little bit of respect being shown to the officials in New York. Look at that. How about that? All right, moving on. We got to get to the, uh, the heavyweight, interim heavyweight title fight. Our new interim champion, Tom Aspinall. Aspinall. Excuse mm-hmm. me. I, I double-checked with him when I talked to him the other day. I said, is it Al or all? He said all. It's Aspinall. Aspinall, mm-hmm. which is the way I tend to say it, and then sometimes I screw up, and I in my head I'm like, well, hold up. What is it supposed to be? Now I have definitive, so I know that. But anyway, he is now the interim heavyweight champion. Seems to me he will eventually be elevated to the heavyweight champion status when John Jones and Stipe Miocic eventually fight and neither one of them ever fights again. That's how I see it happen. Now, he's pleading okay. for John Jones to Stipe stick or he's not fighting. Okay. <laughs> That's right. You don't believe that. It's I just forgot. never going to happen. Mm-hmm. Well, that would work out fine for Tom because he, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it pleading, but he was definitely making it very clear to John. He's like, I really think we should fight. Give me my dream fight. There is no reason they would make an interim champion if they weren't going to unify it. Not true. So that is just completely stupid that they're going to try to still do the Stipe fight. But it's not. It, there's that's not true. There is definitely a reason for them to do it because for they what? because they don't want to have vacant belts anymore. So now they've got someone to step up immediately when that belt gets vacated. That's, that's just, how it works. That's just stupid. I'm not saying it's not stupid, but what I'm saying is that's their reason. That's not a good reason. Hun- no, it's, it's not. not. It's not valid. It is so not valid. And also, it's the reason. And it's also not valid to believe Stipe will fight. <laughs> <laughs> the question I have for you, though, if for some reason Aspinall gets his way, Aspinall gets his way, does get to fight John Jones next year, who are you picking? John Jones. John Jones. John Jones until John Jones is not John Jones until someone proves that he can actually be beat. Dominic Cruz did. Or Dominic Reyes, excuse me. He didn't win, though. No, but he proves he can. He didn't prove anything. He lost. He proved it's possible, my friend. No, he didn't because he didn't win. It's not possible. Sir. Until someone goes out there, hands John Jones his first loss. Matt Hamill. That wasn't a disqualification. John Jones. Until it wasn't a, a disqualification. John Jones beat himself several times. He has so many losses to John Jones. Not in the cage, though. He has a couple no contests. The, uh, no, the one the no one contest. contest. Just the one, one no, no contest. Just the one no contest. That That's kind of beating himself. I think that's fair to say. I think we can call it that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do it. And also, I'm going to say Dominic Reyes got an experimental John Jones. He was like, I'm bored. I'm not going to just go out there and whoop on this guy. But it's also like the so second or third to? time he, he did it in a row. So, you know yeah, what? He was bored Shame with on the him. division. Shame on him. Bored with the division. That's his own fault. John Jones is the GOAT until he gets beat. It's not going to change. I'm going the other way again. I'm saying Tom Aspinall beats John Jones if they fight next year. You can, you're can, you free to make a prediction, mm-hmm. but I would never pick him. That's fine. It's an insane. That's I mean, fine. John Jones is the top heavyweight in MMA, period. Don't disagree. And also, would I would smash, pick Tom Aspinall. Would smash Francis. Don't know what's going to happen with Tom Aspinall. I mean, at this point, Francis Ngannou, I don't even know when he's coming back. So Never. Yeah. He's a boxer. Yeah, he's a boxer. Uh, and, and a very well compensated one, I'm sure. This is the, the fight I want to see: is Tom Aspinall and John Jones. It's way it's a great more, fight. It's a great way fight. more interesting than John Jones and Stipe. I agree completely. Doesn't matter. It's what Dana wants. It's probably the only thing they can get John to do or Stipe. Well, that's what happens when you're the goat. You get to do what you want. Yeah, there you go. Uh, as far as Sergey Pavlovich, the man on the other end of Tom Aspinall's heavy hands, mm-hmm. 
What are you gonna do with him next? Yeah. What do you? What should he be? Do- what What should we do with this guy? He could fight Stipe. <laughs> Let's imagine for a second that Stipe may not have interest in taking this fight. Who else would you have him go against? Uh who's he? Who hasn't he fought yet? Has he fought Blades yet? I thought he did. I thought he beat Curtis Blade. Because if he hasn't, am I wrong? Yeah, he did. He beat him right. Yeah. Now. So we don't. Got, we don't got to do that one. No. No. We can do. Uh, that actually leaves us on a. On a Cyril Gaon? Yeah, I was going to say, Cyril Gaon would be a good one. I th- I like that. Guy coming off a championship loss, going against someone who else is at the top of the division, coming off a win. That's that's pretty normal booking for the UFC, traditionally. I think yeah, it's we, fair. Yeah, we can do that. I'm, you know, I'm not going to think about, hey, would he take the fight or not? Someone has to fight this guy. There's been a lot of... Tom Aspinall was, was saying he, he knows... A lot of people who turn down the fight. Well, no against, one, against no one wants to get hit in the head. No, it's it's not him, fun. So I don't I don't like getting hit in the head by like regular people, and he's a lot <laughs> larger and you know heavier hitting arringer. Yeah, that's a word. I think I made it, that up. you got to make it gone. Con's con's the, the only choice. There. I like that. I'm with so. you. I've been, we've been on opposite ends of every one of these. I'm yeah. totally with you here. Let's I think this is good. If if not Stepe, of course. Yeah, fight Stepe. <laughs> I mean, if he yeah. wants to fight that bad. I I don't think he does. Um. Yeah, he hasn't fought in half a decade. <laughs> Almost two years. Like, so or, long. Is it a little more than two years at this point? Like I can't a, remember. It's over three. It's, uh, it, it is almost two. It's been like a year and a half. Since Stipe fought? Two, uh, yeah, almost two years. Yeah, more than two years. You're right. Two and a half years. I think it's like three yeah. years. Yeah, it's been a while. You're right. Anyway, UFC 295, unanimity report, my friend. Gonna I'm get not to, hating on We're going to get to contested rounds. I like Stipe. I, you don't sound like it, dude. I like Stipe. It's You've just, taken it's, every chance to bash him. I'm not bashing anything. Time. I'm not bashing I'm just saying his fighting career is over. Mm-hmm. And his these fights that they're booking just does no interest to me. That's fair. That's fair. So you're still going to be uh, force fed this at some point. You don't have to like it. You don't even. Right. I, I mean, mean, you do have to watch it. We do. We do this whole show thing where we talk about this stuff. So you gotta. You have I to guess, watch that. It, no, I will watch it because yeah, yeah. it will be against John Jones, sure. unfortunately. <laughs> and John's will have a showcase performance like normal, and uh, that'll be that. Sir, the unanimity report. We got to move on with this. Twelve. Out of 17 rounds unanimous, which maybe on the surface, I don't know if you know math very well, maybe not look as good because they missed five out of 17, but it's actually 70.6%. This is like right on average, totally normal. Oh, yeah, it's close. And one of these, one of these five was an eight, nine split. So realistically, we're only disagreeing four times out of 17 on the round. This this was perfectly fine night. Having said that, we've got some interesting rounds to talk about here. Sure. Let's start with the one that caused a draw, or what led to a draw, I should mm-hmm. say, right? Uh, and that would be in the uh, Vacheslav Barshov, right? It's Barshov? Barshov? Borshev. Yeah, but that's what, see, that's what it looks like. And then Annex says it like the other way. He says Barshov, I think. I wasn't paying attention to the name pronunciation. See, I was. I was. Because it threw me off. Because the whole time, I mean, you know, I'm cage side, I'm not hearing any of them in the commentary. So then I go home and watch this round. For the show purposes, of course. And uh, I'm pretty sure they said Barshov. But anyway, Vacheslav Barshov and Nazim Sadikov, the Brooklynite from uh, Azerbaijan, fought to a majority draw, two 28-28s and a 29-28. So we're talking about the split in round two that led to our draw. I got a, I got an idea. Yeah, what's my, your before, idea? Because I just want to bring it up. I think we should get rid of the minority, the majority draw, and it should be a minority victory. Minority victory. Minority decision. No. Like, I like that better than a majority draw. No, I don't like it. I do. I'm against it. You and I are not on the same page tonight. Well, all right. Agree to disagree. Yeah, but I hate that. 
All right. Well, how about we how about we just get to this round? What's happening in round two? Listen, first two minutes of this round, Borshev was almost like lighting it up. He was doing really very, well. very clearly winning this round. Kind of a continuation of the first round. He was yeah. flowing a little bit. Um, a lot of kicks. But then Sadikov drops him and rocks him bad multiple times. You know, one with a head kick, one with a left hand. Big elbows on the ground. One opens up the giant cut on, uh, Big on the damage. eyebrow, left eyebrow there. I do think this is a 10-8. Very strong round. I, he definitely he negated everything that Borshev did in the first two minutes. And then, you know, he had he had all three Ds there, I think. I think so, too. I so, think those last three minutes are, are a whole lot. Because there's even, you know, he gets back to his feet. It takes him, like, a little more than a minute to get back to his feet, finally. Right, Borshev? Mm-hmm. Or uh, Barshov. And you think, okay, maybe he's a little bit out of the woods. But he's really not. He's still kind of taking yeah. it. He's still... He's still getting hit real hard here. I think we're definitely past the point of this being like even on the fence. I, I'm I'm looking at a ten eight. Yeah, I, like uh, I definitely I think the damage is look if the damage is the the one you need. I think it's the one we've got the most damage. All things considered, good. I know very it's good. it's tough because we do have that early part of the fight where like you said Barshov is doing well, but I think you're right. I think it's negated. I think this is an eight. So I'm definitely with you. I'm definitely with judges Cleary and Lee. Derek Cleary and Chris Lee, for those who, you know, maybe are new to the show or new to fighting. Uh, but they were the ones who made sure that we had a draw here, which I think is the right call, ultimately, to, to make this a draw. I know what you're saying about the majority win, whatever. but Because um, because there was one fighter that won on one card, at least. Right, but also, you and I don't think that's the right way to go, so we avoided the wrong thing. I know. In uh, our, at least in our just, points of view. Just talking semantics. Yeah, it's just, But it's also... Dumb. I like semantics, but this one's dumb. But also, more of a reason that every single fight should have a overtime clause. <laughs> so, fair enough. But uh, but nonetheless, the the one judge, uh, Brian Miner, who gave the ten nine. Um, yeah, I, I disagree. All the respect for Brian Miner. Disagree with him on this one. I don't. I don't think that was the right call here. But it didn't matter. We got the result that I think was the the appropriate one. Your semantics be damned. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that is it for this fight, though. We have a split decision to talk about here, sir. Not just any split decision, an alternative decision. Your favorite. My favorite. The weird ones. Loopy Godinez. But it wasn't it wasn't your typical alternative decision. No, this decision. is a strange this yeah. is a strange one even for alternative <laughs> decision. You're all right, my friend. Loopy Godinez getting the win over Tabitha Ricci, two twenty nine twenty eights, and then a thirty twenty seven the whole other way. That's mm-hmm. not usually what we see from the alternative decision. You are right. Um Every judge takes a turn being the out judge on this fight. We have all three rounds are split. It is unnatural, to say the least. So let's, we got to hit all these rounds. Let's start with one. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll point out that this is women's straw weight. So they're, they're more likely to, to have these types no, of. Not a stunner. I can't remember. Do you remember what I called out would be the, uh, I think I said Steve Ursaig would be the spl- the the most likely for contested rounds, and that was not. Mm, yeah, it wasn't. So I didn't no. I didn't I didn't hit it on this didn't one. Nail it. And it also didn't force a finish either, which sometimes I'll, that'll <laughs> be the result. That didn't happen yet. So it's a round one here, yeah. So for like a minute and a half, we don't really get any many connects, if any. Uh, I mean, they're throwing a lot of strikes out there. They're moving. They're but throwing. No, no one's like actually trying to reach the head. It looks like, <laughs> honestly. Uh. But Godinez eventually lands a nice left, and, and Ricci answered uh, with one right back, and then Ricci's in on the clinch against the cage. Nothing's really happening here. They separate, and it seems like Godinez starts to, you know, find her range a bit better. Landing a bit more. Uh, she drops Ricci briefly. Wasn't a bad dropping. Just, you know, she hit her. She went down. She popped right back up. 
do you think she was off balance there more or, or like slipped or something like that? Because uh, I couldn't tell if it was like a real drop or what. It didn't look like she was no, hurt. No, I, I think it was. I don't think she was hurt, but I think it was a, a legit drop. Oh, okay. So uh, I don't. It was not scored as a knockdown, but that doesn't mean really? anything. No, on the official stats, it doesn't matter because the judges don't okay. need those stats. I'll have, I'll have questions about round two then. <laughs> Fair enough. Um. I think Odinia is just starting to put uh, some distance between them. Looking, you know, starting to look close but clear to me that Godinez is, is winning this round. Mm-hmm. And then Ricci drops her and wobbles her with like four seconds left in the round. I think she was hurt more um, than she hurt Ricci. Sure. When she, you know, the knockdown versus not knockdown. I think it was definitely a knockdown. That's just... There are no knockdowns in this fight. That, oh, Officially, well, that's from rid- the UFC stats, that's ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> I don't disagree. Uh, another another reason to ignore them. Um, well, even the commentators hate the stats. Uh, so, like I said, I think she was hurt more when she got dropped than she, when than Ricci was hurt when when she dropped Ricci. Hundred um, percent. I don't think it was that to the extent where it surpassed what Godinez did. Her whole body of work throughout the round. But it does make it very close. I can't complain either way, but my final score is 10-9 Godinez. I think you assessed a higher grade for the offense, the effective offense of Godinez before that landed than I did. I had it a little closer. Yeah. I'm not saying she wasn't up or that I wouldn't have gone mm. that way before that strike lands, but I had it maybe a little bit closer to the point where I thought that was a real good land by Ricci at the end. I really did. Okay. So I ended up allowing that to flip the round her way. All right. Still close, but I, I tell you, I mean, she, Godinez, I don't, I don't know what would have happened from there, and kind of, you have to cut it off right at that point, yep. right? But she, she looked maybe not hurt in a bad way, but like she's wobbly. She, yeah, yeah, she felt it. I think you got to give the, the greater impact comes from there than anything else. It's the most effective strike. It was the most most effective strike of the round of the round we're only talking about the five minute period yeah in a round where she didn't land many effective strikes but it was a pretty good one but i thought godinez had her fair share of pretty good ones so i I can i i'm not saying you're wrong i i think this is perfectly fine to kind of go either way here i think you can make arguments either way so i i ended up siding that way i sided in the minority here though also again with uh judge minor judge minor was the out judge here but i saw it this way uh you saw it the same way as Judges Cleary and Sal D'Amato. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Nothing wrong with that. Round two. What's going on? Uh, both ladies have seemed to find their range. Mm-hmm. Uh, this round, both are landing pretty good. I think Loopy's landing more often, more effectively throughout the round. Her shots are more powerful, getting better reactions. Ricci's landing, it seems like one at a time, mostly. Not really putting many together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not with great effect. But she does have a couple uh, that were decent, like you know the one head kick. To, uh, towards the second half of the round. Uh, but it's towards that final minute where Ricci really starts putting a little power behind her shots. Good lands here. And then in that final 10 seconds, Godinez goes down. It looked to me like it was an off-balancing, this one, after they collided. Possible head, uh, clash of heads. I'm not so sure I saw a strike land there. Mm-hmm. Either way, good for Ricci, who ends up the round on top, landing a couple shots there. She also ate a couple elbows or two from uh, Godinez on the bottom. I do think uh, Godinez won this one in a close one, 10-9. I do too. I, I'm with you on this one. I think Godinez takes it. It's competitive for sure, for all the reasons you mm-hmm. said, but yeah, I, 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 I sided with you. What did you see for that, that, that knockdown at the end again? Or what when, when Godinez goes I think down? it's fair to say, yeah, it's, it's hard to identify what actually is landing yeah. to cause that, so mm-hmm. it's harder to give that one as much weight. I think yeah. that's fair to say. P- potentially, 
judges have different views. I right. This is a fight in particular that I was not watching as closely from my cage side seat until a little later in the fight. In the so back end brownies. No, there was no brownies tonight. Oh, that's just so. It's, I, a total aside from this fight. If you're not familiar, Dan has uh, always been jealous of the fact that at many of the early UFC events that I covered, they would have like a spread and they would have desserts like brownies and things like that. This is not typical. I don't have this anymore. When I go to the garden, they give me a two $20 vouchers for food at the concessions. 40 bucks in food? Yep. Wow. That goes quick. You can't, by the way, not that I'm, I, I actually am not a drinker, but you cannot spend on alcohol just so you're Makes sense. Yeah. I think that's fair. We're here to work. Um, sure. But yeah, so you can spend $40 very quickly and easily. I bet. At yeah. the concessions. Um, in fact, I think they've probably raised the prices of food over time hmm. and the vouchers have not necessarily kept up with that so you get less than hmm. you used to not criticizing the ufc it is what it is they don't need to provide that but they do um it's welcome for journalists we are working we don't really have a choice anyway um yeah no brownies sorry okay they get pizza they brought pizza to the back for the oh, look at this. for later on this guy gets pizza i New got York pizza City, the best pizza in the world tom aspinall was eating aspinall was eating pizza when he walked in I meant to ask him what he thought. Didn't get to. It was my fault. He must have been loving it. Bad job as a journalist. He was He was enjoying it. You go mm-hmm. to New York, you get pizza. Mm-hmm. That's what I tell everybody. Anyway, we both... To get back to this now. Get off the food. We both had Godinez. We both saw it the same way as Judge D'Amato, who's the out judge on this one. Judges Cleary and Minor saw it for Ricci. Maybe they saw something from their vantage point on that knockdown. Yeah, it could be. I think that's fair. Yeah, for sure. Maybe there's something we missed. Maybe there's something that looked that way from their angle and it wasn't. And maybe it's the other way. Who knows? That's why we have three people there. But we sided with the out judge. Yeah, maybe what does that mean? Or Judge Damato. What's that? Couchside over. Meow, 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 meow. I ruined the cadence. That was my fault. Yeah, you, you, you I butchered know. that one. I messed up. But I mean, maybe that's why we, we stick them in the back room with no sound. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> In fact, don't even give them monitors. Just let them guess what's happening. Yeah. I think it's, that's fair. It's the only way that we can be totally objective here. Not let them see or hear the action. Exactly. Got to rely on smell. <laughs> Do you smell, smell iron? I smell blood, yeah. <laughs> Does it smell like iron? Then someone's <laughs> bleeding. Just guess who it is. <laughs> anyway, neither here nor there. Round three, man. Uh, very close round. I, I think Ricci landed a bit heavier. Maybe not as much as Godinez did. Uh, against the cage, she landed a couple solid elbows early in the round. Her kicks to the body were solid this round. Loopy was good, too. Uh, I thought she was landing some good combos. Very close round, but I do like it for Ricci. Just a tad bit better. You know, I thought every single round of this fight, really, Godinez wins on the volume. Mm. But it really comes down to, for me, how much more is being landed to higher degrees from Ricci that kind of swayed it. Obviously, round one, I had it going the other way because of that end sequence round two i did not because i didn't view it to be the same way and then round three i don't think there's anything that one strike or anything like there even even several strikes that really put it over for me i still saw it for godinez okay but this is fine this is this is like the exhibit a of like man women's strawweight are just they fight close fights <laughs> yeah they almost always do also we didn't agree on we only agreed on one round we did me and you we did and i think that's perfectly fine we and we often agree i think everyone who listens to this show knows that dan and i very frequently end up on the same side and each judge cage side or the out judge that's right i, point, I pointed this so, out already that's uh I'm, I'm hammering it home sure no for sure how crazy of a fight it was it, it certainly it was, was that close. it was 
can go. It was a way. reasonably entertaining fight too. This was this was action. It was action oriented. It was. They came. I mean, they came to fight. No one. So. No one didn't bring the volume or anything like that. I, I I think this was a fight that just it was just a close fight. And sometimes that happens. Maybe maybe more commitment on the punches a little bit on the kicks Definitely a little could, bit. I think that can change things. I think there's a lot of. They were pulling a few I, of them. Yeah. Before Not all of them, though. Hey, Before there was got, some. There was some good yeah. ones landed, though. We know that. We talked about it. Some of them. Like, yeah. No, maybe I, I'll pull it back. No, I, I think that's probably fair to a point. Um, not that I could do better, to be perfectly honest. Uh, no, my shoulder would fall out of, <laughs> out of socket. Yeah, probably. Um, or you make someone's shoulder fall out of its socket with an omoplata. Exactly. There you go. Um, but yeah, I, I had it. I had it in the minority here. I only saw it uh, the same way as Judge Cleary, who was on his own. You saw it. As judges, D'Amato and Minor mm-hmm. in the majority. But nonetheless, we have our weird, somehow we got to this alternative decision where there are two 20, 20, 29-28s and a 30-27 completely the other way, which even though this judge has technically is two points off of the others, is only the out-judge one. Mm. Very strange. You don't see this very often, but it does happen. That's probably the last we need to say mm. about that one. Yeah. One more round to go. This is the only one from the main card, Jessica Andrade. Getting the win over Mackenzie Dern, just brutalizing Mackenzie in round two. Yeah. Beating her left to right. Dern got her chances, by the way, because realistically, I think before that second knockdown, mm. or at, after that second knockdown, I should her. say, she realistically was probably done. But leave it to referee Keith Peterson. He's always given too many chances. He's, always letting, the, he's always letting these people fight too often, too late. That is a joke. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't mean that to pick on Keith, but to to pick on Mr. Dominic Cruz. Mm-hmm. This time I said the right Dominic, by the way. You did. Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, big finish for Andrade. Snaps a three-fight losing streak. Round two TKO. But they're split on round one. We got to talk about this one. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was a really close round. You did. To be honest, uh, I don't really know what the commentary was talking about. Uh, Daniel Cormier and Joe Rogan latched onto one one portion of it of the fight and just ran with it the entire round. They were saying Dern looks uncomfortable on the feet. She's not. She's got her chin straight up in the air. You know, she's not. She's not looking very fluid. I didn't see that at all. I thought Dern was doing very well, landing strongly up to the head. Uh, Andrade was landing good to the legs. I thought Dern landed harder in the exchanges. Even the one when Dern goes down to a knee. I thought she still won that exchange. I thought her lands were harder. I didn't flip until Andrade dropped her in the final four seconds. That's what swayed it for me to Andrade 10-9. I had it more definitively than you. I didn't have it anywhere near that. That's fine. I respect your opinion. Like, I didn't see it that way. I, I, I first off, when I'm watching this live, and first off, I'm not scoring it. I'm also not watching it as close as I would have liked. So two things to get out of the way on my first watch live in the arena. Watching it again live. Or not live, watching it again from home to score. I still think Mackenzie Dern was not getting tagged. It wasn't. It wasn't like totally one sided for sure. She's in there and she's look. She's got power. She does. It's wild and crazy. And sometimes she throws strikes that make no sense in a professional mm-hmm. fight. But also sometimes it just works. I just didn't think it worked enough against Andrade in this one. So I, I, I saw an Andrade, maybe close but clear round. Okay. Well, I mean, the knockdown makes it sense it that way. Yeah, I, I, I kind of so. had it close for Andrade, and then that really cemented it for me. I felt really good about it at that point. Yeah, no, it flipped it to me. It flipped it. it so. Fair enough. I, I can respect that. So, um, yeah, we, we still ended up, obviously we ended up on the same page. 
in terms of, you know, binary, who'd you give it to? So we had it the same way as Judge Cleary and Dave Torelli, who made the long trek from basically the same place I did. Honestly, it can be a long trek. Look, it can. It can be a very long trek. You're not wrong. It took me, by the way, it took me about 45 minutes to get from the media center at Madison Square Garden to my front door, which I thought was not too bad because that involves some walking. I got to go down into the Port Authority bus terminal. Oh, you you took a bus. Oh, I always take the bus. Oh, all right. How would you get in? Train. But at any rate, yeah, it was it was quick. It was quick getting home for me. I appreciated that. Um, Brian Miner had it for Dern. You think it's more reasonable than I do? Yeah. I I'll, I'll defer to you. I I think that's fair. If that's what you say, that's fair. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, and that's it. That was our five rounds. We had a lot more finishes than we had rounds. That was good. I didn't notice that. Eight yeah. finishes, seven KOs or TKOs, mostly TKOs. We had the one clean knockout from uh aspinall one submission like we mentioned earlier six fights ended in the first round gotta love that gotta love yes. it it was great mm-hmm. what was your favorite of these eight um mateus or matouche rounds besky i mean i don't know where you get the o and the u and the n and the s uh <laughs> it's spelled reebok or rebecky uh him arm barring roosevelt roberts um, I'm terrible with, uh, as as has been said on this program before, I'm terrible with Polish pronunciations. It was a, a beautiful armbar from the back it was set up. Um, he, You know what he did for this fight? He watched Jim Miller versus Roosevelt Roberts because um, Jim finished Roosevelt Roberts with an armbar, a better mm-hmm. armbar. Um, and Rounds Becky said, let me you know, use what this man did. I learned from him. Got a nice armbar finish. I mean, this was a, a slap together fight in like less than a week, so I think that I don't know how much thought went into it that way. Oh, it definitely did. Okay. I mean, you don't Fair enough. You don't go fight an opponent Jim Miller fought and not watch that fight. Sure. No, absolutely. So, 100%. It's, I mean, the way, it's it's the way the sport works. And if you do, you deserve to lose. Yeah, no. If you don't, I mean. Definitely. So, definitely, dude. For sure. Yep. Now, who is your favorite? I went with Jared Gordon. Okay. Weathered the early storm from uh, Marco Madsen. It wasn't like he was in trouble, but he, you know... He was, was go- he was going wild too. He yeah. was he was like really slinging after it. Marco Madsen was, but he gets the TKO thanks to clinches in the punt or punches in the clinch. I should mm. say I can't talk. Um, but this happened in the same arena that his grandfather used to box in. Yeah, and just above Penn Station, where uh, well, Gordon fully uh, freely talked about the fact that yeah, he's just shoot dope down there. Cool. He is now clean and very much spreads. The word about trying to help people who are battling addiction, trying yeah. to get their lives better, just as he did. But uh, yeah, that's that's a pretty memorable way to win, and you know, good for him. Yeah, he used to walk by the arena and say, "Maybe, what if, one day?" You know, that's cool. I think that's cool. Yeah. And that was it for UFC 295. You know, it was brought to my attention there was a, actually a round outside of UFC 295 over the weekend that there was a unanimous 10-8-4. I did not get the chance to watch this, but uh, I hope to at some point during the week because I'm curious what what we were looking at. Okay. Um. So can't really get into unanimous ten eight. Unanimous ten eight. For where? Uh, to double check. But anyway, we'll. uh, That's not that rare. Unanimous ten eight. Yeah, we don't get too many of them. Not anymore. Unanimous ten eight. It's like it's like one out of a hundred rounds, probably more at this point. All right. Yeah, doesn't happen You're very more often excited anymore. About it than I, am. I am. I I think it's wonderful. Yeah, I I kind of was hoping you were misspoken and and you heard about it at unanimous ten seven. Dude, we couldn't get agreement on on the eight in this one. 
Yeah. How often does it happen where we get everybody says, yeah, same thing? I guess. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Anyway, we've got a busy weekend coming up, dude. Bellator 301 on Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern time, main card start. This is, by the way, the only, this is the remaining Bellator card that's just got an official date and stuff attached to it. Ostensibly, there's supposed to be more Bellators, but we don't know any details about them. And there's this looming, maybe we'll find out something in November about what's going on with Bellator's future as it relates mm-hmm. to potentially PFL. So I feel like maybe in the next weekish, we might find out something okay. definitively about the future of, let's say, second, next level down MMA. Okay. Because there's A and then there's, you know, there's S tier and then there's more like A, B, <laughs> right? Um, look, they, they have A fighters, 100%. Bellator does. Um, Yaroslav Amoslav is one of them. Welterweight champion yeah, defending good. his belt against Jason Jackson. Yeah, most likely a decision here. <laughs> I don't know. He's a violent guy. Yeah, he hasn't really won many by fan. He has a Doris and a cut and a doctor stoppage in Bellator. Of late, yeah, that's true. Fair yeah. enough. Jason Jackson just doesn't finish. Well, so he could get finished. You never know. Yeah, I don't see it. Fair enough. We're going five twenty-five here. Do you like this fight though? The other fight, uh, Sergio Pettis. Yeah, I'm very excited against for that Patchy match. Mix. Yeah. The unification belt at 135. Yeah, I'm I like down this fight. For this one. I talked to Sergio recently. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to uh, seeing how that fight goes. He has overachieved, I think, since arriving in Bellator. I think every time. Well, you land, you land one lucky spin back fist, and it changes everything. So he has actually look. Credit where it's due. I think he's somebody who does better the later the fight goes. Still doesn't. Now that he gets to fight in these five rounders, it definitely helps him. Look, it's amazing what happened in that fight because he was definitely going to lose that fight. He was not going to beat Kyoji Horiguchi. And then all of a sudden, boom, he whips that out. Amazing. Incredible. Sure. But it doesn't bring home. You can't just whip out a rear naked choke. You can't can't just whip out an armbar. You can. It takes process to get there. You can anyone can just swing a fist and make luckily they connect and I saw fight. Mighty Mouse Johnson so, whip out an armbar once. He was flexing and in, in styling in that fight. I know. I'm just saying that it can just, happen. He that's a technique he practices. Sure. That still takes more setup than just swinging a fist. Fair enough. So But you still like this fight. Oh yeah, I love the fight. I yeah. think it's a great fight. Yeah. I'm just I was just pointing home that there is such thing as lucky knockouts. There's no such thing as a lucky sub. That's what I'm pointing out. Sub grappling and superior striking. Fair enough. I don't know why. I don't know why we got on that one. Because Sergio Pettis brought it up. Oh, I didn't. And you were he saying, did. you know, he was underachieving. And I was bringing home, you know, he probably wouldn't be in this position. Overachieving. Overachieving. Sorry, overachieving. And it's because of basically that one punch. Sir, this is in Illinois. Yeah. The judges here, I imagine, are going to be a little split because well, we got UFC the next day, so. Uh, I wrote down UFC 295 on our little thing. It's actually UFC Vegas 82. Um, but there are other fates I like on the Bellator card. I, basically, the whole main card, I think, is really good. Alfion Stotts against Danny Sabatello, number two. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll actually see Sabatello try honestly, to add offense this Honestly, time. I don't think... Wait, there's no reason this should be another fight. <laughs> I think they I was just... There live there's a lot it. of animosity, I think, I is what it is. They're alive for it. <laughs> Danny Sabatello's friends were the biggest morons in the arena. Started a brawl afterwards. Uh, clearly lost. I mean, it was no reason that this what was a split. This was the Doug Crosby round. Yes, this, this is a Doug Crosby, Crosby fight. <laughs> there's no reason. I mean, that was a bad score. Almost card. a year later, yeah. Uh, there's just no reason for this fight card. to happen again. Just stupid. I, but whatever. Well, I think hopefully it's just, there's more action this I time. I think it's promotable is all it is. These guys don't like each yeah. other. So. Um, and it does seem real. AJ McKee is back. He's fighting Sydney Outlaw. 150, 155 pounds. Always interested when AJ McKee yeah. fights. He's, he's is this a, this a Grand Prix match? 
I no, no, I don't no. believe so. Okay, is yeah. there still a Grand Prix going on? Uh, I mean, with the, I think they have to do the rematch now of of uh, Nurmagomedov and Brent Primus. Okay, and that technically would be the the Grand Prix match, but I don't think we'll know anything about the future of that until things are more set in stone about the future of Bellator. Gotcha. So this has, there's no, there's no, there's no hook to that fight. No, future. it's okay. just, it's. Fight with AJ McKee and Sydney Outlaw. Sure. Big, I, I like that fight. I, I, like I think AJ it's interesting. McKee. I don't even know who Sydney Outlaw is. He's Sydney Outlaw. He's a fighter. All right. Uh, Patricky Pitbull against Alexander Shabley. 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 That's what I'm saying. No, oh, whatever. Alexander with no E. Yeah, that's right. There's no E in there. Well, well not, there is there's an e. one E, but yeah. not at the end. Not not near the end. You're right. Um, yeah, pretty much the whole main card. There's 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 some interest on the the prelims as well. And you know the Bellator prelims lately, they just roll through them as fast as they can. Fight's over, boom, next. Kind of not fair, because the fighters should get entrance music. Yes and no. I, I definitely believe they deserve it, but also, when they don't do that and Bellator does what they do, it is very fun. But Bellator does what they do, and they still end up with post limbs. It's <laughs> because they've like, added a billion you, fights. Like, how do you do that? They just add as many fights just as they can. Just start earlier. I no problem with it. Like, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with post limbs, dude. No, by then I'm done. Well, that's fine. I, I'm okay with it. I will Shop. take it. Because um, you're casual. Sure. Effing casual. When it comes to Bellator, I'll be the biggest casual there is. Bro, you went and dealt instead of watching this big pay-per-view. <laughs> casual. Well, that, that is casual behavior. Because <laughs> John Jones got off the car, and I was like, yeah, whatever. It's casual so. behavior. Uh, but yeah, so obviously, the like I said, the other UFC card is on Saturday. 5 p.m. main card start. How does that line up with your college football? I think a lot of the games are the big ones are um, new, right? Noon's noon's usually the biggest, but then yeah. they got the night game. But I like a five p.m. main card. Okay, that's good. Well, that'll get yeah. away before the main, uh, the but the night games, right? Oh uh, yeah, like more seven, or less seven thirty or yeah, it starts. But uh, still doesn't change the fact from September to December there should be no MMA on Saturdays. Yeah, of course, unless it's a pay per view. Pay per view, I can I can make an exception for these fight see. nights at whatever. So where would you put the Friday nights? Yeah, Friday night fights. Okay. All right, I'm right, just curious. Uh, the main event for this one, Brendan Allen against Paul Craig. 185 pounds. You like this fight? I do. I do. Good fight. And it's a solid fight. So, look, this is like your average apex main event. Two, let's say, bottom of the top 10, top 15 range middleweights. That, that's like strictly average as far as a UFC apex main event. All right. I think that's fair. But I actually like this one. I, I'm always interested in Paul Craig fights. Maybe it's because my grandmother's from Scotland, so I've got a little pride there. Yeah. We'll go with that. Yeah, why not? This is, of course, in Nevada. I'm sure we'll have some of the judges who did not go to Illinois, and maybe some of them did. I don't know. They don't have the same rules as California, so maybe maybe a couple of them will take some red eyes. <laughs> not Illinois to Nevada is not as far as, uh, you know, Mohegan to Nevada. No, that's a little further. I was trying to do the, the picture in my head. Oh, it's much different. We're talking about the Midwest to, as opposed to the yeah. East Coast. Probably, much, much probably, different. I, I, think, I bet it's like... An hour difference in flight time. Could be. Depends on the One on hour. the tailwind and the headwind and all that, right? Yeah, right. Coming back from Nevada, we got home much quicker. It was like a three and a half hour flight mm -hmm. from Nevada to New Jersey. Like that's what they said the flight time was three hours and forty something minutes. I was like, that's pretty good. That's very fast. Yeah, I was expecting six. Nicely done. Yeah. Any other fights you wanted to see? A uh, bunch. I thought this card was pretty good, top to bottom. I was less impressed with it. I mean, it's fine. It's not like it's a bad card. I mean, I think Jordan Levin, Chase Hooper should be pretty good. Amanda Hebas uh, and Luana Pinheiro. 
The only uh, one that really jumped out at me was Michael Morales and uh, and Jake Matthews. That's a very well, I was I, like I was one. leaving that one to you to, to yeah. bring up. That was the only one, like I said. So. Um, there's a lot of hype behind Christian Leroy Duncan. I think he lost his last fight, right? Oh, CLD. That's right. Yeah, he lost to Armin Petrosian by decision. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was very uh, highly touted, I guess. Highly touted, sure. Highly touted. That's a thing. Is, is a thing. It is. We'll see. Uh, another uh, Jim Miller. Uh, you know, lost it. Form, by former knockout. opponent, yeah. Yeah, former, former victim. Yeah, getting, you know, knocked out. Sure. Nicholas Moda, so I'd like to see how that, that goes. <laughs> um, I'm uh, And Chad Anhelliger. He's had some wild ones, I think, in there. Is it, is it Anhelliger or Anhelliger? Anhelliger. Anhelliger. I don't know. We're just going to make up different pronunciations. Just going to keep going with it. Is there any, there, you got another fight out there. I, I'm not, I don't know. A lot. Of, these fights are fine. None of them jumped out at me in the same way that a lot of these jumped out at you. I would just say that the contested rounds candidate that I'll highlight is uh, Lucia Pudilova, and I always forget how to say it. Eileen I- or Aileen uh, Perez? Aileen. Aileen? Aileen. Okay, fair enough. She's Aileen without the G. If I recall, Alan. she's the one who was like twerking last time, like uncontrollably, like just couldn't stop it. So her and Jordan Levitt, if they both win, we can judge who had the better twerk sh- off. Oh my gosh, they should totally have a dance <laughs> so, off. They definitely should. What? That's <laughs> At the end of the card, this will be the post limb. I one's in one corner, it. the other's in the other, and the judge is going to sit around, and they're going to score 10-9 or 10-8 or 10-7 for which uh, which fighter had the best working. Yeah, who was I think more that's effective? the way to do it. Yep. Uh, it has to be most effective. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> crowd reaction. Crowd, fair enough. But 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 they're judges. They're No, no, no. They're not basing on the crowd. No, no. We, no, we need to. Oh, we got we to gotta come up with a criteria. Yeah. Yeah. We're not going to do it in this time, though. We're going we're gonna to okay. wrap up. Okay, uh, that does it for this one. Yeah, we can, we can workshop the uh, the criteria on the twerking off later. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll be back Monday uh, for these fights. Yes, we will, and the twerking. Can't forget about the twerking. Thanks for listening, y'all. Take care.